Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 146, and it's entitled Throw Yourself into Life with Joy. You know, as, as I talk to people, as I look around even in the world, so many people are just miserable. So many people are so frustrated and so heavy burdened with all the thinking they have in their heads. They don't allow themselves to have joy. There's a scripture in James 1, verse 2 through 4, that says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I know sometimes when we're waiting for what we want, we don't exactly have all this joy. We actually allow ourselves to be more in pain. It's like, well, I can't be happy. I don't have the exact life that I want right now. Come on. You don't have at least one thing in your life that you can be joyful about. Maybe there's a a little kid, a niece or a nephew or something that loves you in your life and that you love them. I think we're so busy waiting for our life to change scenes that we don't allow ourselves to find joy where we're at. And if you're feeling that, I'm with you. But if you don't put joy into your life, if you don't learn to enjoy what you're doing or do things in joy, your life's not going to change. But Joseph, I've, I've been beat up by so many people. I've been kicked and pushed around and everything else. Yeah, me too. How do I find joy? How do I find that light? How do I find that shred of hope with inside me? You pray and ask for it. Now you ask a loving Heavenly Father and you say, Heavenly Father, this life has not been what I've wanted it to become. I am not enjoying where I'm at in life. Joy is a gift from God. And He can give that to you. You know, oftentimes when we're not in joy, you know what's really happening? We're just overthinking. Me too. I'm right there with you guys. But what if you could learn to enjoy every aspect of your life? Joseph, I hate cleaning. Okay. Well, maybe you could turn on some of your favorite music or turn on an excellent audiobook while you're cleaning. Joseph, I'm home alone on a Saturday night. Well, when you were a three-year-old, you wouldn't have cared if you were home alone on a Saturday night. I mean, you would have pulled out your favorite cartoon. You would have pulled out, you know, something really cool to draw or a game or something fun to do. See, we have this gift of thought. And gift of thought can either be a gift or it can be a curse. You know, thought, when it's used correctly, it feels wonderful, it feels warm, it feels peaceful. It's like inspiration, revelation, and all those types of things. And when it feels heavy... That's not the good kind of thought. Those are just heavy thoughts we need to put down. Like when I'm at the gym and I'm lifting weights, 
there's a certain amount of tension that I actually like to have. But if I lift a weight that's way too heavy for me, it's going to feel heavy and it's not going to feel good. And I'm probably just going to tend to put it down. I, I get it, guys. We're, we're not exactly where we want to be in this life. But it's like the Groundhog movie says, Groundhog Day. It's not until he changes his attitude. He changes his attitude from basically being better than anyone there and saying, you know what? What good can I do here? How can I find joy in this experience? And one of those things that he starts doing is he just goes out and starts serving people. And that becomes his experience. I mean, towards the end, we're right before he's actually able to get out of that Groundhog Day. He goes and serves everyone around him. Every single thing he does in that last part is about service. So if you don't know what you're doing, go serve somebody. I mean, the best professions, all you're really doing is serving somebody. You're finding someone with a need and you're putting your joy into that. Well, you can have joy from that too. The more people that I tend to serve, the more, the more I tend to enjoy my life and also the more I tend to be rewarded in my life. That's just my experience. What if you could just stop saying, I don't want to be here anymore and find joy? It's like all of us have been to a party we don't terribly enjoy. Well, once you just start throwing yourself into the party the best that you can without so much thinking on your mind, you do pretty well. The other part of joy is you got to start doing what you love to do. What is it that you would love to do? Like, what, it, what is it that you would absolutely love to do that you haven't allowed yourself to do? Sometimes we think it's a matter of money. Sometimes we think it's a matter of time. But the truth is, we just haven't made a real decision. We haven't, we haven't even gone to God and said, hey, this is what I would really love to do. How can we make this work? You are here. You are meant to be on this earth to have joy. And most joy comes from just throwing yourself into life. If you're not feeling joy now, are you throwing yourself into your life? Are you throwing yourself in to everything that you want to create in the world? What is it that you love to create in the world? Why don't we throw ourselves in with joy? I think sometimes because we're too busy having a pity party. We're so busy having a pity party. I mean, and we got our, our, our giant pity party set up in the corner. We're there with our, 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 our frowny faces and our, our stuffed animals with their frowny faces and our, our, our friends with their frowny faces in the corners. And we're all talking about how sad and sorrowful our lives are because we're not married and we don't have the things that we really want to have in this life and we don't have our own children and all that stuff. Is it working for you? I mean, the message of this podcast is quite simple. 
It's about learning to enjoy your life. Not the life you think you're supposed to have, but your life. Could you imagine if you just allowed yourself to wake up each morning and look at the opportunities that are available in your life? Here's what happens though. We start working on one of those opportunities and instantly we have this mist of darkness, a sense that comes in our mind and says, oh, hey, you can't do this because of this. Well, why can't I? I I felt pretty good to work to do that before. Why can't I do that? Don't listen to that voice. Don't listen to a voice that's trying to make you miserable, especially if you're already in the moment and you're already loving what you're doing and something comes in, like a a voice comes in your head and is like, you better stop. What are they going to think of you? Who cares what they think of you? Who cares? There's something that happens when you can just throw yourself into life. And and you don't even have to do it all at once. You know, for me, I I set up, I've been talking before about all these different things that I've done in the past. And it, one of the things that looks real to me now is spending five minutes a day joyfully daydreaming about my ideal life. Why? Because it's fun, first of all. And it inspires you. Many of us have lived in this darker place for so long that we've forgotten what it feels like to daydream. We've forgotten what it feels like to be a a joyful little kid. Even for those five minutes, what does that do? You play with the idea in your head. Maybe it's possible. Maybe it's possible to still live the life of my dreams. And after playing with that a while in your head you might notice yourself start to do things a little bit differently. And you might see yourself starting to take actions that you might have been afraid of before. What if you stopped focusing on how bad your life was? And all the unfortunate things that have happened to you in that life. And if you started focusing on all the joy and all the good and all the amazing things in your life. You know, as I look around, I see all that I'm blessed with. I've got books on a shelf that I can read. I have a wonderful computer in front of me that I can do all kinds of things with. I have journals of past memories. I have a story that I'm writing. It's meant to change the world. Joy comes from playing in possibility. Anytime you want to do something, don't ask the question or say, I could never do that. Say, what's the first step to making that happen? What's the first step to starting a band? Well, I might want to learn to play an instrument. What's the first, you know, what's the first step 
into writing a book. I might want to sit down and write. Anything you, th- you do with time and intention, you're going to get better at. And anything you do in this space of joyfulness, you're going to get better at faster. And you can counsel with Heavenly Father. You really can. If you don't know the next step, ask Him. What's the next step I got to take? You know, if you're building a business, He might say something as simple as, well, you probably should call some people and inv- invite them to you know, partake in your business. Invite them to you know, buy one of your products. <gasps> but that feels scary. It's not the thing that feels scary. It's our thinking about the thing that feels scary. But what's really happening in that moment is we're misusing this gift of thought. And we're using it to scare ourselves. What if instead of thinking, oh my goodness, is this person going to buy my product? Or what are they going to say? Or are they going to end our friendship because, you know, they don't want to buy my product? Well, if they end a friendship because they don't want to buy your product, Unless you're hounding them like crazy, don't don't do that to your friends. Like an inv- a, a single invitation, or even a few invitations is fine, but don't hound your friends. Like, I mean, and then again, if you want to and you feel guided to, do whatever you want. My my point in this is to take away your rules. You see, every one of us we have rules, and this kind of goes into the podcast I talked about last week. We have rules by ways of which we think we're supposed to live our lives. You don't have to. Count everything in joy. One of the things that I I recently did is I found this uh, clock face on on my Fitbit that is Homer Simpson running through hills. And what is it? Why do I have that? I have it to remind me to smile. I have it to remind me to be joyful. I have it to remind me to be a little kid. It's interesting that so many of us have let our childhood pass by. And, and you know, it's funny. So I've been wanting, I think I've shared this before, but one of the things I actually really want is a Simpsons pinball machine. It was made in like 2003, but it is so cool. And I really, really want it. But what's really interesting is I've started to put the things that I want on my background, on my desktop wallpaper, on my computer. And so it just kind of flips through this, you know, all these different things that I want. And it was interesting because one of the other pinball machines I want is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not, you know, the modern turtles like they made them now that look kind of silly. I mean, the original Ninja Turtles from like 1980 and every time I see this, I want it so bad. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, and now Heavenly Father is going to give me the steps, you know, as I show up and as I take the steps. Because I think that's the trick, guys. We, instead of taking a step in joy, we take a step in doubt. You know, and I do this too. Like, I mean, I've been given wonderful, wonderful revelations and guidance from Heavenly Father. And it's like, ah, I don't know about that step. I don't know about that step. So I'm, I'm right there with you if you're hesitant to take those steps. But I really do believe the quicker we take these steps that Heavenly Father is guiding and leading us to take, the happier we're going to be. 
I mean, you get to decide your adventure. You get to choose the joy. You get to choose your adventure in this life, but you also get to live with it. And, and if you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm just going to wait until the time that I'm married, until all the things are better. All that's happening is you're letting that crazy leprechaun thinking in your head of, you know, the adversary and habitual thought and everything else get in the way of you doing what you want to do. You don't have to be married to be happy. You just have to go forward in the adventures and the joyful things that you want to do in your life. That's all you got to do to find joy. What is it that you'd love to do? How can you throw more joy into that thing in your life? What comes up to me next is, what if I'm an outcast? What if I'm an outsider? What if nobody likes me? Hey, you know what? There are times, like, I know plenty of people that happen to be in the single scene that do not care for me. They really, really don't. They say, I try to, you know, one of the things they say is I try to live too close to my faith and, you know, I, I don't make enough poor decisions in life. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if that's what I have to have to have certain friend, people be my friends, I don't want them. I'm not going to change who I am to attract other people into my life. I'm going to become a better, a better version of myself. Now, that is totally different. Absolutely. The better, more joyful, happier version of yourself that you become, you're going to attract more people in your life. But if you think I'm going to intentionally make choices that are not right for me, no. I mean, some of the other things that people have said about me is I'm too energetic, I'm too excited, and I'm too picky when I date. Well, if that's what I have to become for them to like me, the price is not worth it. So if you happen to find yourself as an outsider, I, I want you to remember that Heavenly Father loves you. And I also want you to know there's other people out there like you that are trying to live a really good, joyful, wonderful life and don't want to participate in all the gossip that's going around. They don't want to, like... You know, I remember this poster about gossip that's basically just people passing mud back and forth. You, and, and you can check in with yourself, but any time that I've ever badmouthed a person or gossiped about a person, I don't feel good. And, and there's a reason that I feel that way. It's because Heavenly Father cannot give me peace and joy and testify of truth when I'm speaking ill of somebody. Because deep down, no matter what decisions people are making in their lives, at the very root, they are children of a loving Heavenly Father. Whether they're making bad choices is not up to me. I think plenty of times we, we say stuff like that to try to make ourselves feel better. Well, I'm not where I want to be, but that person's making horrible choices. Hey, I've done it too. Every one of us has. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. But what if you could have that childlike joy back in your life? that you had when you were a child before everybody told you to change. And you did. Every one of us went through that. I mean, if, if you didn't, then congratulations. But I know for me, I, I definitely made changes in my life when I was younger to try to fit in better, to try to... I mean, people were awful when I was growing up. They really were. 
And it's like, we look for validation to other people when we don't know who we are. But when we know who we are, other people's validation doesn't matter. Now, I'm not saying I'm above any of that. But what I do see is the more joy I throw myself into life with, the happier I am. You know, I've got a nephew who's about six years old that is literally the most joyful, happy kid I know, except when he's not. And he's so excited often to see me and happy to see me. And other times I call him and try to talk to him. He's like, Joseph, I'm busy watching a TV show. I'm going to (laughs) go. Bye. You know, it's like he knows who he is and he knows what he wants to do. And he does what he wants to do. What if you could do that? Especially being, you know, as you were guided by the Spirit as well. But what if you could truly just throw yourself into your life with abandon? As long as it's not going to hurt you, and as long as it's not going to hurt somebody else, and as long as you don't get that really awful, yucky feeling about doing it, go do it. It's not going to kill you. Like, we've been so conditioned to live a certain way and live a certain life, but most of that, that way of living that life has taken joy out of life. So maybe go back to doing the things that you love to do, the things that make you happy, the things that make you feel joy. Like, what is it that's come to you in this moment that's like, oh my goodness, Joseph, I would love to do this, but I can't. And then take that thing and go ask Heavenly Father and say, hey, how do we make this happen? You're a God of miracles. You're, and, and, and I'm not challenging God being a God of miracles. I'm just saying, I think he actually wants us to go to him. And he might say, okay, if you want to go do that thing, this is the work it's going to take. Okay, cool. Let's go. Let's go have some fun. I want every one of you to know that without all the thinking that is scattered through your mind, you are joyful. You are happy. You are a joyful being. I I want you to really, really know that. I want you to know that God cares about you. He loves you. And no matter how hard your life seems now, no matter what situation we're in, overthinking it makes it worse. So go do what makes you happy. Even if you think, you know, you have to get all this stuff done, take a few minutes and go do something you love, something that brings you joy, something that brings you happiness. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time. I host a group coaching call for happy and single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and 
and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.